Podcast Answer Man, episode number 65. Hi, this is Tim Berkman from the New Media Expo, and you're listening to the Podcast Answer Man. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and today I just wanted to share with you some exciting news that happened in my world today. Got a phone call that I was not expecting as I was working on some projects in the studio, editing some other podcasts. The phone rang. I looked at the caller ID and didn't recognize the number, and I pick it up, and lo and behold, on the other line was none other than Bob Heil. That's right. Um, For those of you guys who have heard me talking forever about the highest praises one could ever give to any audio gear, you all know, if you've been a listener of the Podcast Answer Man for any uh, period of time, you know for a fact that there is no piece of equipment in my studio that I give more honor to than the Heil PR40. And uh, this microphone is by far the best microphone I've ever experienced. And of course, you know, as a as a real seller of professional audio gear, you know that I get a lot of equipment in here for review and I test out a lot of equipment just so I can make sure I know what I'm selling to my consulting clients. And, and to those of you out there that have been uh, contacting me and purchasing equipment from me, I want to make sure I, I know exactly what it is that, that the products are, how they sound, so that I can be more well informed, so I can be well informed in uh, being able to help consult you with the, the right equipment that meets your budget needs, but at the same time provides you the sound that you're looking for as well. And so anyway, since everybody out there knows that I love the Heil PR40, uh, you may remember that back on episode number 46 of the podcast Answer Man, I did an episode called The Power of the Heil PR40. And in that episode, I basically shared with you a bunch of information about the difference between condenser microphones and dynamic microphones, and um, I, I even put my, I plugged in multiple microphones into my mixer all at the same time so that I could go from one mic to the next mic to the next mic, just so you could hear the difference in the sound of my voice from one microphone to the next. And it was huge. In fact, I can't even begin to tell you how many Heil PR40 microphones I sold simply as a result of episode number 46 of the podcast Answer Man. Well, word must have got out uh, that I'm over here in my studio in Northern Kentucky doing podcast new media work and that I've recorded this episode of the podcast Answer Man called The Power of the Heil PR40. And, well, somebody had forwarded that over to Bob Heil, the guy who runs the place at HeilSound.com. And and Bob listened to the episode and was so pleased with the stuff that I had to say that he wanted to call and say thanks for, for sharing that information and just to talk with me for a little bit. And so, yeah, I, op- I pick up the phone and here we are. I'm sitting there talking to Bob Heil. Uh, personal phone call from the guy who's creating the best audio gear in the world as far as microphones are concerned. Uh, and this guy, I mean, I'm talking, he he's making all the equipment for Stevie Wonder. Uh, you know, he, he, he got, became popular 
back when he was he did sound for the Grateful Dead for a, a, an extended period of time. Um, Joe Walsh and he from or he and Joe Walsh from the Eagles are very good friends. And uh, Peter Frampton, of course, sang that song uh, "Do You Feel the Way That I Do," and uh, has that that voice box that is basically what made Heil, uh, Bob Heil very famous in the in the industry. And of course. Um, you know, he's just he's really interested in not just creating equipment and selling it. But one thing I love about Bob Heil and and after talking with him is to find out that he really is passionate about sound. And see, that's the one thing I'm very passionate about as well. I'm very passionate about sound and quality of sound. And that's about what we talked about. In fact, we were having a great conversation and I said, hey, Bob, you know, I I, I hate to say this. I mean, I know you and I have already had a a good conversation here, but I'm just realizing this conversation is happening on my cell phone. I'm sitting here in my podcast recording studio and I have a telephone interface device and I'm wondering, would you be interested in allowing me to record our conversation so that I can maybe share it with my podcast listeners and let them hear about what Heil Sound is, how this company got started, and why you guys are a little bit different than all the other stuff that's being shipped out of China and overseas and and stuff like that. And he said, sure. And so what I'm about to play for you is the interview, the, the talk that I had with Heil today on the phone. And so I'll share that with you now. And I'll be back after the conversation to uh, wrap things up. We're talking to Bob Heil from Heil Sound, H-E-I-L Sound.com, isn't it? That's correct. All right, Bob, I am so honored to receive a phone call from you today. Uh, You mentioned that somebody had forwarded you a previous episode of the Podcast Answer Man uh, regarding my podcast episode titled The Power of the Heil PR40. Now, um, you were telling us uh, recently here that you have several people that are switching over to the Heil PR40 and and that it's becoming really an industry leader in many different areas, especially in the broadcast field. But I want to ask you, how how did you get started in the field of of creating these wonderful microphones? Well, it all started with me years ago. We were a leader back in the 60s, uh, 66. Of, of sound reinforcement. Uh, we were the first guys to build multi-kilowatt sound systems, first guys to hang systems, first guys to truck, uh, put a, a tour together with buses and all that. Uh, we made a business out of that. Until then, everybody ran around in uh, Volkswagen vans. <laughs> we made a business out of the sound reinforcement business, and it, it just carried on from there. We had one of the first pro music shops, ye old music shop, Rich, deep history. We're the only manufacturer that is uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland in the museum. They have a lot of my early designs there. And a lot of these designs are still being used, uh, which is really kind of crazy today that uh, things that were built in the 60s uh, are still uh, relevant today, and they are. And uh, we just continued on, but that uh, yeah, I did The Who for many years, Humble Pie, Jay Giles, uh, Peter Frampton, of course, Joe Walsh, uh, uh, on and on. We had just all kinds of, of leading artists in the 70s. We were the sound reinforcement company for those guys. And I guess I'm best known for the talk box that I designed for Joe Walsh's Rocky Mountain Way and then gave one to Peter Frampton. 
uh, it, that was about 74 for Christmas, a Christmas present. And you can write the rest of that story. And, of course, we're friends with all these guys still and see them a lot. Well, I, I got out of that business in 1980. Music business had changed. Wasn't sure what was going on. We got out of the manufacturing business of building all these fabulous things that we did in, in those days. And in 1982, I got into building microphones for my beloved ham radio industry. Uh, that's that's my real uh, uh, my real love is ham radio has been since 1956. So I learned to do all this. Uh, I'm a builder and experimenter and. In those days, we built our own transmitters and so on. And uh, Joe Walsh is an avid ham radio operator. We became the world's largest manufacturer of microphones, hundreds of thousands of them for ham radio. Wow. We have dealers all over the globe, about 150 dealers. And uh, you, uh, if you know a ham, you tap him on the shoulder, and I bet you he's got a Heil microphone uh, headset or whatever. A lot of the emergency communications use our stuff. And in that, I learned about articulation, voice articulation. It's very important. And um, uh, with transmitters in the ham radio world, we're, we're limited by the FCC to only uh, 3K wide. So you got to take, you know, like 15,000 cycles and squeeze it down into 3K and make it sound good. That's uh, that's that's a real feat, but we did, and we do it every day here. And we actually uh, assemble all this stuff right here in our plant, which is just across the river from St. Louis, and we've been here forever. But uh, we've um, we've made some huge inroads in the communications world. So the thing is, Joe, back about four years ago, sitting in his kitchen, uh, said. Um, you know, you're going to have to build me a better microphone. Eagles are going out and so on. And we started we started experimenting with things. And he, he would call out what he wanted frequency-wise. I'd go back to my lab and build it. And uh, what we've done is absolutely reinvented the dynamic microphone because everybody else has moved offshore. It's really kind of sad where you've got... Uh, the big boys move into Mexico and China, and they don't care anymore. They have no R&D. The R&D is gone. And it's like, good grief, what, what's the deal here? Uh, we, uh, we just don't have anything new. And it is so sad that, that this is happening. Well, we started playing and experimenting with Joe, and we came up with some incredible new technologies in the dynamic microphone market. The microphone you use, the PR40, gets down to 28 cycles, stays all the way out to 18K. Now, this is a dynamic. I hate condensers. I always kid about it that I was placed on this planet to get rid of condensers, <laughs> and I'm doing it. Yes, uh, you are. I, I mean, we absolutely sit beside all the big boy condensers, and they're going, what? And And, and it's really... Just new technology that everybody kind of shoved under the table and said, nah, we'll go build, build this condenser because condensers are cheap to build. And the, the bean counters are looking at this saying, we don't need to spend all this tooling money on dynamics. Well, I've been spending that money for 28 years in the ham radio industry. And, uh, you know, we don't build the 10-4 good buddy hand mic thing that you see. Hello, hello, hello. None of that stuff. 
the quality of what we have done with ham radio is amazing. We brought it from that to the PR40. There are just literally thousands on the air on ham radio with a PR40. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's changed things a lot. Well, we're able to do all of this in our plant. I, I think a lot of people didn't understand the, the background of what we did with all these mini microphones. Are they, oh, he's just building ham radio microphones. What does he know about building a microphone for Paul Rogers? Well, uh, I just watched Paul uh, pitch his wireless thing out because it just didn't have the articulation went back to a wired PR-22, which is an amazing new vocal mic. <laughs> amazing. We're, we're so excited about this. Uh, so we, we're bringing new technology to the dynamic microphone market. And uh, Joe has been the, uh, the real uh, guide for me because he's so intelligent. He's so articulate about things. And, and being ham radio operators, we're, you know, we... We run around in those circles, and uh, we understand each other. But articulation was major in the communications field, and we brought that to the microphones for broadcast, recording, and live sound. Now, that's another kick. Here's a f- We've got a basically five microphones. They are stunning, as you know, in the broadcast industry. Absolutely. They are stunning in the recording. Serious Grammy award-winning CDs are made with our microphones, and they are absolutely leading the pack on live stages. The same five microphones. That's never been done before. And it's never been done because the manufacturers, they didn't come out here and ride in a pickup truck. So, I mean, I'm out here all the time. I just got back off of a tour with Cheryl Crow, got back off a tour with Paul Rogers. I leave in a few days to go out on the Stevie Wonder tour. I'm out there. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. But I can come home with my soldering iron and do something about it. <laughs> and the big boys don't care. You know, they'll send some guy out in a white coat. No, that's not the way it is. And they sit in their little white room. They don't understand. But we were there. We, you know, we practically invented live sound decades, decades ago. And, and so here we are doing it all over again, only on the other end. And uh, so it's really kind of fun. And uh, we're... we're we really are changing the whole dynamic uh, world, and, and I'm happy for it. And, of course, with our plant being here, I kid about it, we own our building a lot. So, we, you know, that we, we can do this and not have to charge uh, ten times the money as most of the big boys do, but uh, that's their problem. And we're just having so much fun and glad to have people like you aboard and uh, spread the word. Well, I certainly value it and appreciate it wholly. And as as far as I'm concerned, I will never own another condenser microphone in my life. Uh, as far as in the studio or anywhere else, um, the only the only condenser microphone I'll ever use is on my onboard Edderall recorder for uh, field recording. But uh, but uh, if you guys ever came out with a digital audio recorder, I have no doubt that I would love it. <laughs> One thing you want to do, I'm a guest this month on a forum. I usually don't pay much attention because these forums get uh, kind of riled up and people with their uh, personal opinions and a lot of time it's not factual and all this kind of stuff. There's a board up there run by Grammy award-winning producers, three of them, and these guys asked me to be a guest and uh, we've got over 11,000 views in the last 20-some days. It is amazing. It's about the whole history of this company as well as history of the market and a lot of questions and answers about how these things work, what they do, so on. 
you might want to go check it out, you go to Google and you put in REC forums. No space, just all the R-E-C-F-O-R-U-M-S. You click that, and when it comes up, you want to go to whatever works, and you'll see just all kinds of things going on. And uh, it's kind of fun, because it's not only just my history, but a lot of history of, of, of the whole uh, scene in the 60s and 70s. Excellent. A lot of pictures and stuff that I've posted. Well, yeah. very, very cool. I'll, put, I'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes section yeah. for this podcast episode. Now, I want to ask you, obviously, the Heil PR40, everybody knows it is the microphone of choice uh, for broadcasters out there. Leo Laporte, obviously, uh, can't speak highly enough of it. I myself cannot speak highly enough of it. Uh, do you guys have other microphones that are that that are maybe a more entry level for anybody that's looking into the oh, field absolutely. of podcasting? Oh, absolutely. We, we have a a little microphone we call the Handy Mic. It actually started as a ham radio microphone, and it's only four inches long, very small. But this microphone will sit right beside every ball microphone you've ever seen. It's really super, uh, and it uh, it's. Uh, it, it, it's it's close to what we're doing with the PR20, but it doesn't have quite the top end. But this microphone is all, is under a hundred dollars. Wow! And it is fabulous. It's called the HandyMic Pro Plus, and uh, it, it's amazing. A lot of guys are using it for Tom microphones. We put it inside Leslie speakers. Uh, all kinds of things, but some of the broadcasters are using it for uh, ESPNs, using it with their digital recorders for interviews in the field. Uh, this is a, a really cool little microphone and probably the best kept secret right now in the broadcast industry. And then, of course, my other one's the PR22. I don't care what it is you're doing out there in the field. PR22 is amazing. Uh, it has no handling noise, none. It's like, how did you do this? Well, it was uh, quite a feat, let me tell you. It took me about three years to figure it out, but we did. It's a PR20, but we now have it with no handling noise. So if you haven't played with the PR22, you want to do that. Uh, uh, so many people. Gnarls Barkley was just on Saturday Night Live with five of them. Uh, Paul Rogers has got five of them. Uh, on his stage, he uses that now for his vocal mic. We just installed one in his wireless system. We're doing that. We're retrofitting the wireless microphones with decent elements. It's been a real problem because most of these big companies, they make these, some of these mics are three and $4,000 for the entertainers. Mm-hmm. And they got this ridiculous condenser element in it. You cannot put a condenser element on a live stage. You can't do that. You're going to pick up everything. And one of the things I learned decades ago was about phasing. Paul Klipsch taught me a lot about it. I was so honored to be able to have Paul spend time with me and then I in his lab and uh, building speakers. And, and I learned it all, Cliff, from antennas. Wow. Quite a story on that website, on that uh, forum site about that. Uh, you think, well, what's that got to do with it? It has everything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I had a 128-element array up in 1962 that was bouncing signals off the moon. And, you know, I mean, just crazy wild stuff as a kid. And it was all about phasing. Well, isn't a microphone 
the same as an antenna? Uh-huh. It has gain. It has pattern. It has rear rejection. How low? Isn't that a microphone? Uh-huh. Different frequency. And <laughs> a lot of people say, you're nuts. No, I'm not. It's exactly the same. And I have a tremendous uh, knowledge of phasing, and, and, and it's all because of my ham radio background and building thousands of speakers with Paul Klipsch as my mentor. It doesn't get any better than Paul, and I really miss him a lot. He was something. And we apply that to microphones, and we have, as you know, uh, that microphone you're speaking in, the PR40 has about 45 dB of rear rejection. You talk in the front of it, and you turn around backwards, there's 45 dB difference. Yeah. Show me a microphone. It'll do that. Bring it to me. There yeah. isn't one. Same thing with the PR30. That's why it's got those side vents. People say, well, why has it got those side vents like a condenser? That's how I get all that entrance. They all flow into our collection tube, and then they come up that collection tube into the bottom of the element out of phase. Hello. And it works so good. And the broadcasters love it because they don't get all that reflection off of the glass of the producer in front of them. Uh, out on the live stages, you have to have that for monitors and feedback and stuff. But they put a condenser on a stage, holy my goodness, it's like you pick up the entire stage from the fifth row to the back wall of the stage. Why? Get rid of it. But you've never had a dynamic that operated like a condenser. Yeah, now you do. They sound like one. And so we're, we're making huge inroads. So we're, everything is working really, really well for us. We're happy to bring new technology to the market, all of the markets, and especially the podcast market. We've got a lot of people using our stuff, PR22s, PR30s, PR40s. Absolutely. And of course, everybody out there listening to this, you can certainly contact me, Cliff, at gspn.tv. And uh, I can hook you up with any of the Heil products that Heil Sound makes available out there. And uh, I would love to be able to work with you and consult with you on, on the best quality products out there in the market. Well, I thank you for your time today and uh, greetings to everybody listening. And we'll, uh, we'll be here. You know, I'm very accessible. Uh, people always freak out when they call here and I sometimes answer the phone even. But I'm always here. Uh, of course, I'm on the road a lot. But... I'm here. I'll uh, I'll be on this phone with you. I'm not one. Of, I don't even. We don't have one of those voice machine things unless the plant's closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, somebody. Uh, we are broadcasting this live out on the internet as well, and I and I'm just now being informed that you're an amazing organ player as well. Well, that's another part of my <laughs> whole anatomy. I started when I was 15 uh, with the pipe organ. I started with the Hammond organ when I was 12. But that's another thing, and that goes into that on that forum site. The deal there is that I learned to listen because we had to voice and tune all of these monster pipes from 32 foot long to one inch. That's an art. I was blessed as a 14-year-old kid to learn how to do that, and I still do. I was playing last night again. I just had another CD that I put out. Uh, I, I love the theater organ music. Now, this isn't this isn't a, like church organ, any of that. Uh-uh, buddy. It's uh, 1920s, 30s, 40s. Stuff, you know, pop stuff, not rock and roll. But uh, I, I played for 12 years, six nights a week professionally, and I still do concerts around the country with these big wordlitzers that come up out of the basement. And that's how I learned to listen, Cliff. It, it's, listening is an art. Uh, you know, everybody hears. That's just a physical process. Listening is a mental process. Yeah. Listening is a mental process. Dissecting 
what am I really listening and hearing here? What is going on? Absolutely. And and so many people don't they don't know how to listen. And I learned it by voicing pipe organs and still do and I'm so fortunate to be able to still do that and I love to play. One last question for you. Headphones. Do you guys you guys manufacture some high uh headphone sets? Oh yes, absolutely. In fact, we've got podcasters using what we call our ProSet Media. I, I was commissioned by the Navy to do this headset some years ago. They got tired of their little two buck nonsensical things you buy in the store to plug in your computer, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff as garbage. And they said we need something that's very strong that's very comfortable, and uh, so we build, oh my gosh, tens of thousands a month here of headsets for the ham radio industry, because a lot of your communications is done with a headset, and they, uh, uh, they have to be comfortable, but they have to be articulate. Mm-hmm. Well, we came up with this ProSet Media. It is wonderful, and it plugs right into your computer. You don't need anything. It's terrific, and... Um, it, that thing is, is really super for any of that. And it's only like 100 bucks or so. It's just terrific. But um, very high quality, uh, broadcast quality. And, and a lot of my broadcasters use that out in the field, plug it into their computer and do their, uh, their links right back to the station with the ProSet Media. It's very good. Very awesome. Well, Bob, I want to certainly thank you for your dedication to sound. And as, as far as I'm concerned, as a podcast consultant, uh, my, my highest objective and goal is to improve the quality of sound in these productions. And what's amazing today is with the new technology and with the right equipment, it is very affordable for any individual out there to put out a production that is broadcast quality equal to or surpassing that of FM stations around the world right from their own home. Well, I agree. Uh, there's no reason to, to buy any junky stuff and try to make it work and get all frustrated. Uh-uh, it's almost plug and play today. You just have to know what kind of things to have to plug and play, and away you go. All right. Well, Bob, thank you for your time. You have a wonderful day, and, and I certainly thank you for, for the dedication to everything that you produce out there, and uh, we'll continue to sell your products. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Greetings to everybody. All right. So there you have it. That was my conversation with Bob Heil earlier today here in the studio. And uh, Bob, thank you once again for uh, that call. Kind of just made my day, just brightened it up just a little bit. And, uh, you know, I again, I just want to say what I'm most excited about, Bob, is that it, that not only does he make wonderful microphones and audio equipment, not only does he do that, and 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 do it do it for a profession and and basically create this wonderful equipment, but he really does care about the sound, and and that is absolutely clear in the fact that I am speaking directly into a dynamic microphone, and I know that there are some of you out there. You're listening to this. You're brand new in the field of podcasting, and and you may not be completely. Uh, literate in the field of uh, all the technology and the jargon between, you know, dynamic and condenser microphones. But let me tell you, when I started in podcasting, I listened to all that I could listen to from other podcasters. I was looking for direction in which way I should go. And I listened to people who considered themselves to be podcast consultants in the day. 
and they were they were everybody pushed me in the direction of buying a condenser microphone stating that if the only way the only way that you would get this deep bass that is in my voice the only way that you would get that is through a condenser microphone and you know the truth is a condenser microphone does do a terrific job of picking up the bass in one's voice however it also does a terrific job of picking up the sound of every single other thing in the room and sometimes even beyond that room. And back in episode number 46, when I talked about the power, the power of the Heil PR40, at one point I had a condenser microphone plugged into the uh, board and I think I dropped a pen on the floor and on the carpeted floor nonetheless. And those with headphones on it could hear it drop. I mean, it was that, I mean, it picked up that much. So for those of you who don't have the money to completely carpet all of your walls with the big, gigantic three-inch foam and you're not in a completely soundproof environment, well, I'm going to tell you, you do not want a condenser microphone. However, as you heard from uh, our good friend Bob over at Heil Sound, you know, they he actually invested in a lot of new technology to make the dynamic microphones get to the next level in such a way that you really can get a condenser microphone sound from a dynamic microphone. And I'm telling you folks, there is nothing I love better than my Heil PR40. So with that, hopefully you guys, if you're interested in buying some equipment, let you know I do have some absolutely unbeatable prices on Heil products. Uh, Just go to HeilSound.com, check out some of the equipment that he has there. Uh, I would encourage you to look over on the left-hand side when you get to the main site, which it says uh, broadcast quality uh, microphones, and especially if you're in the field of... um, and podcast recording in the studio, but uh, if you just looking for somebody to give you some consulting on on the best equipment for your setup, uh, give me an email. Go ahead and uh, send your email to cliff at gspn.tv, and I'll be happy to help you out. And with that, just want to say thank you for listening to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. We'll be back soon where we'll be talking about more podcast-related stuff and some new media-related things. I have a new tool out there that I want to share with you. It's called Share This. And I'll be explaining how that can help you promote your podcast out there in the new media community and the social networks. So with that, God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. And I am out of here.